0: The critics believe in miracles. I know it. Miracle on 34th Street is the new holiday classic that America has been waiting for. It's as real as me. It's heartwarming and endearing. Richard Attenborough is Santa Claus.
1: She's deaf. You don't have to talk to her. She just wanted to see you. You are beautiful. Irresistibly adorable
0: Mara Wilson steals every scene she's in. Oh, my gosh. You will believe. Miracle on 34th Street. Rated PG. Starts Friday at theaters everywhere.
1: Welcome back to the podcast, Old Millennials Remember Movies. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with my co-host and husband, Tyler Wilson. Hey, Tyler.
0: Merry Christmas! Wrong movie. Wait, what? I was just saying Merry Christmas. Was that, was that in a movie? Or something? I don't know.
1: I always assume that if you do anything unusual out of the elevator, oh, that it's coming
0: from a movie. I know what you're doing. You think I was doing Jimmy Stewart going, Merry Christmas! A little
1: bit, but, little bit, but then, close. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I all right, well, it is Christmas time, and we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Yeah. Specifically, Miracle on 34th Street from 1994, which we will talk about today. We also went and watched the older one from 1947. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I knew that. So we'll do a little comparison chatter there. Uh, yeah. But it's Christmas season, and we've actually been watching a few Christmas movies. So what have we been watching, Tyler.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like we've probably, like, in past episodes, talked about most of the stuff. We have an episode on, like, for example, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm. which was a uh, thing we did last year, I think, and discussed that one. Because that's, like, a childhood favorite, even though it's outside of our timeline. It was
1: Yes, a- but we grew up watching it on TV specials, so we did a whole episode on it.
0: So we uh, watched that. Uh, kids enjoyed that one. They really like Frosty the Snowman, and we watched that. And Frosty the Snowman is fine. I like it okay, mm-hmm. but I mean,
1: I think hey. Frosty the Snowman is a case of like a good story. Yeah, like the story of the snowman coming to life—that's an epic tale. Sure. The actual like
0: special is fine. Oddly, like it feels too long, and it's only like twenty-four minutes.
1: <laughs> yes. And then on that same disc set, we have another movie on there that we haven't watched yet this season
0: oh that one is santa claus is coming to town yeah and i thought it was the i thought it was a year without a santa claus that's different i was like i keep forgetting confused we never watched that one is the reason i never remember which one it is go ahead
1: yeah Marion was asking me last night she's like what is that other movie and i was like i don't which one and she's like santa claus and i was like i don't know i've never seen that i don't know
0: it's like a male he's a It's like, uh, that's, yeah. I think we watched it maybe a couple years ago with them, but who knows.
1: We're going to do it this uh, Christmas season?
0: I'll tell you what we always do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We always, after Rudolph, have to put on the DVD, there's the Destiny's Child version with uh, animation, new animation of Destiny's Child. So, I mean, that's a tradition. You have to watch that after you watch the special.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's your tradition. Yeah. And it's the thing you No enjoy. one remembered
0: this year, and I was upset. I was like, we got to do one more thing. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I was like, Grr. I do this every year. <laughs>
1: you do it every year, and every year I'm like, it's mm, fine.
0: It's not supposed to be like amazing, but it's tradition.
1: Whose tradition? Our
0: tradition. It's on the DVD.
1: We'll tell you what the four-year-old Marshall did. Love it and jumped off the couch and started boogieing to it. He so did.
0: yeah, he likes the song right now, and he uh, gave
1: you the affirmative
0: he validation. There. So yeah, he's learned the you know he he's learned the song, except for when he's shy, he won't sing it to anybody else or ask him to. But at bedtime, we sing it. And he knows, like, the extra things, like, um, like a light bulb and Monopoly, Pinocchio. Ho, ho, ho. hmm Yippee for mm-hmm. exciting out with glee. But I see, I changed the ending. Uh, you know, it used to be, like, he'll go down in history like Columbus. Well, fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. I don't sing it that well, way. Well, I mean, unless Santa's, like, a, 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 you know, a deviant, then maybe he will.
0: Well, right. And he's kind of a dickhead in that story, right? But, yeah. But, um... No, so I changed it. For a while, I was saying uh, Sacagawea, because, I don't know, it's a long name. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought that was all right. But then, like, I've heard other people, like, more recently in, like, documentaries, I, I, like, there's a Jeff Bridges narrated one, Mm -hmm. of like, Lewis and Clark, where he calls her, like, Sacagawea or something like that. So then I felt like, oh, maybe I don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to teach him that. So I just changed it to, he'll go down in history like Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, and he doesn't. He still doesn't know what I'm saying. He's like, what, who, what are you talking about? I try to tell him that it's Frozone, but whatever.
1: Well, he's four, so even if you were to say, like, Martin Luther King Jr., he'd still be like, the older, that?
0: The older kids don't know either, so it's fine. They're like, what are you talking about? It's like, it's Samuel Jackson! I, like, older kids know he's, like, an actor that I like, but...
1: That's it. That's all they know.
0: Although. Frozone.
1: When I said Frozen the other night, kids, girls got pretty excited.
0: I mean, they kind of know Nick Fury, too, a little bit, but they haven't no, seen they him don't. specifically in those yeah. movies. We've only shown them. Well, we showed them Captain Marvel. They've, they've seen they it. They don't but,
1: know Nick Fury. Get yeah. out of here. Why not? Why would they? He's in those movies. They know for he's two in two Jurassic minutes.
0: Park, even though they've not seen the movie. You,
1: they, don't, they also do not know that. Just because you say these things doesn't mean that our children then know those they things. They know that,
0: and that's. They're, they're, listen, before they're allowed into, out into the world as adults, there's going to be a few goddamn things that they understand. You're That's like, you must
1: them. pass this exam. <laughs> yeah. is How well do you know your dad? And if you I'm not going to fail? college
0: unless I know you know the right things, like <laughs> who the best actor is. Samuel Jackson. Yeah. It's other stuff. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I'm not quite sure how we got on that topic. Talk about Rudolph. Yeah, talking about Rudolph. <laughs> it's a Christmas and, episode. We're talking uh, oh, because I stuff. asked you if we were going to watch that other terrible thing on yeah. the disc. Yeah, why not? We'll watch it.
0: I think today they want to watch Home Alone, another past episode of our podcast, as well as Home Alone 2, another past episode of our podcast.
1: Yes. We also need to watch Charlie Brown's Christmas. Uh, the song came on the radio today, and Marshall did not know what movie it was from, so he obviously needs to beef up on his Christmas songs and movie Yeah, the Charlie Brown song,
0: otherwise known as, like, Sad, sad Bastard Christmas. Yeah, Sad love. Bastard Christmas. Yeah, I love that song.
1: All right, well, in addition to those classics, um, we watched our 10-year-old daughter's favorite so she claims favorite Christmas movie, Noel.
0: Yeah, she watched. She likes Noel the best. Um, it's good. I would say, like, I, I have not had a problem rewatching it the last couple years. It's only a couple years old. I think it mm-hmm. debuted with Disney Plus when it first came out. It's Anna Kendrick and it's Bill Hader, and they're funny, and it's a sweet story. Yeah, I think it nails its ending pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it always annoys me a little bit, like they. I I think that like the character is meant to be like she's supposed to be more like superficial and.
1: But not, but more like in a in an unknowing, naive sort of way.
0: Here's the problem: uh, it's Anna Kendrick, and she's always just comes across as like she's sweet, and it's just like it's hard for her to be anything other than that. Which, I, I mean, I, I like her in almost anything. I think
1: that, that plays perfectly, because I think if she played it or even came off like a spoiled brat, it, you would not want her to be that's fi-
0: I, and to That's play. fine. Like, I don't have a problem watching her. It's just like I'm having all these characters talk about, like, well, you did this and you did that. And it's just like, it's frustrating. It's like, you didn't even really do anything. It's not even your fault that the guy left. Yeah, but that's what characters do. They blame. The Dude, someone's got
1: to pay. Someone's the movie's
0: pro-woman, and yet it's full of misogyny.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's a woman's world.
0: I guess. Anyway, I think it sticks to landing, though. But yeah. the one thing I will say is that um, the other one we watched that we hadn't watched in a couple years is very much related plot-wise, and that's called Arthur Christmas, which is from, like, yeah, 2011
1: Yeah, 2011,
0: And it's um, Aardman. It's CGI, but it's those guys that make the claymation, like Wallace and Gromites, but they made a few CGI movies, too. And, uh, yeah, that one's really good because it's also about, like turning over the baton like it's mm-hmm. about two brothers who are going to be well one of them supposed to be the new santa when the other one retires but james mcavoy is like the sweet-hearted one but he's kind of a um, screw-up mm-hmm. kind of deal so it's a very much a similar type story um only just no women There's <laughs> <Just laughs> mrs claus i guess which is played uh, in
1: a really interesting way where she makes several like comments where she's like clearly super smart and clearly on top of things mrs. And, claus. yeah mrs claus and santa just like doesn't pay attention to her disregards her just doesn't affirm anything well three of
0: the four male clauses are just bumbleheads they're, they're not just bad asses dudes. Yeah. yeah and then the elf i think is a girl that's yeah. the main that goes or along like a, with arthur yeah androgynous it's good, though. that's a good movie yeah. i think it's very underrated it wasn't uh we had this thing where um well, we're going to talk about it, actually. In the 90s and the early 2000s, like, Christmas movies were, like, you could have a big hit at the box office, and it seemed like, Ardman, I was excited when they came out. I was like, oh, they're going to have a big holiday hit. It'll help fuel the next nine projects. Well, I don't think it was a very big hit, and I think in because of, like, the explosion of the Hallmark, thousands of uh, extra Christmas movies, and Netflix has a thousand Christmas movies, and they have a thousand kid-centric Christmas movies that, like, there's nothing inherently... Like special about a big Christmas theatrical release to the point where I mean even, like Noel was this was even before the pandemic Noel was supposed to be for theaters but then they just put it on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. This year they put out that Home Alone travesty on Disney Plus. Uh, Eight Bit Christmas we talked about last episode that was uh, supposed to be a theatrical movie but now they're just like ah HBO Max. It's just like I know that there's a pandemic but, uh, you know, nothing. Uh, all they don't, they don't do Christmas movies at the at the well, nothing makes money at the box office except for superhero movies, so. Yeah, only Spider-Man. Only Spider-Man, which is great, but my God, there's some really great movies that tanked, but we can talk about that on a not Christmas episode.
1: Yes, rolling it back to Arthur Christmas, yeah. I will say that I was impressed with how well the how well it held up 10 years later, considering yeah. things can sometimes age very poorly in the short term, CG-wise.
0: Animation-wise, yeah, absolutely. It can make it look not great, so.
1: Yeah but I think it looked good. Story was good. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it or if it's been a while to watch it with your kids. Arthur Christmas, you can watch it somewhere.
0: Yeah, we watched our disc. I don't know if it's easy to... That's maybe another issue why it's not seen as much. It's not ever on anything, it seems Mm -hmm. like. Not on Netflix, not on HBO, not on Disney, not on Hulu, not on Showtime. How do
1: you know? know? Where do you check? You always tell me the site you use.
0: Justwatch.com.
1: Justwatch.com,
0: Arthur Christmas. I don't know if you can just type it in like that. Maybe. Yeah, that's
1: how Google works. Google. I don't know how you don't know these things.
0: I like to go to the website. They reward them with my own search bar. Why? Oh, I. I like the extra step. I like to take extra time doing things.
1: Arthur Christmas Careful. Skin is uh, currently streaming on Fubo.
0: Oh, I guess that's technically free. But the ad's probably... Through a subscription oh, if I you subscribe know. to don't Fubo. Don't. Tubo
1: is tubo. Tubo is it an a T? I can't tell. Tu- tubu. I don't know. Look Fubu? at it oh it's Bo- fubo tv oh
0: i don't know what that is
1: fubo tv and then it's also available to rent on apple tv for 3.99
0: yeah does even mean it's not even available to rent on like amazon and stuff just on apple we need to get that apple going yeah there's a few things i need to watch for the year end that are on apple we need to watch
1: so we'll, <laughs> oh, hold on okay i got the website pulled up and i know people listening to us can't see but what are all nope. these down here
0: okay so one of them says stream
1: why is this square squared around these two up here and then there's a whole bunch in the middle
0: might be an ad thing so yeah you can rent it everywhere it's just that they're clearly showcasing apple and the other one
1: so you can stream it in several places DirecTV, freeform
0: oh okay so it's airing on tv and so if you have a cable subscription in freeform you could probably just stream it there okay yeah so there you go go to just watch other than looking at the top ad it's easy to find things that you want to watch okay you always keep telling me this i don't know why i can't remember it what i will say is that sometimes if you Mm -hmm. want to watch an old movie Mm -hmm. like say the old nightmare alley Mm -hmm. uh you can go to just watch and they'll tell you like it's not available and i think it's on criterion now but when i watch that movie the first thing i do when it's an old movie is go on youtube and not look for the rentals but just look for whatever movie was posted in full online that they haven't taken down yet that's a crime well it's a crime for whoever uploaded it i bet that by
1: you watching it you're also participating in that i think it's just on youtube it's not my fault it's on there i don't know oh well, then i didn't do that i was just yeah, kidding you were just like hypothetically, hypothetically. i could do that I'm not just, saying that i did and i was it's just definitely kidding. in my search history and watch history on youtube because no. they collect
0: everything about you if it's still on there then they really don't give a shit because <laughs> i did that like six months ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so that's what we've been watching that really that's it
0: no, yeah. you well, had a couple other things listed. There's you, some yeah? stuff I'm going to save for our later year, and this is a Christmas episode. Did we did we what we finished the Save by the Bell second season. Did um, they have
1: a Christmas episode?
0: No, they didn't. <sighs> but I figure we'll forget to talking about it. So uh, I just wanted to say that that show's still good. Uh huh. Um, the second season I think is uh, very strong.
1: Yes, you have to watch it on Peacock though, which is With the ads, worst.
0: Yeah. Well, I like a lot of the Peacock content, but I don't like the ads that we. Have.
1: I don't like how I'm paying money for ads.
0: Well, I don't think we're paying for the premium premium, but I'm not, it's not worth, I don't know, there's not enough on there to pay for, like, Hulu we pay for ad-free because we watch a lot of things on we Hulu. We do
1: watch a lot. What's so that, frustrating about Peacock yeah. is they start you out with short commercials. They're like, here's a 15 second mm-hmm. one, and then here's a 30 second, and then 45 second, and that's right, 60 seconds, and then 75 seconds. And
0: it gets longer and longer, doesn't They're
1: it? They're like, you're, now you're really invested in the show, we know you're not going to bail, Which, so for enjoy save, this.
0: Save by the bill that's okay, because there's only like two commercial breaks maybe, but if you, four, watch, like, if you watch, like, Project runway. I mean, you're done before no. you even get through that. Cuz we watched oh that oh that was one thing we watched that was holiday. We watched Baking It.
1: Baking It with Andy Samberg and the American Gem who is Maya Rudolph.
0: Yes, and that is a spin-off kind of of Making It with had Amy which had Amy Poehler and uh Nick Offerman Mm -hmm. hosting it. That was a craft making thing. This is like Christmas baking. So Mm -hmm. you know, there's a thousand of these Christmas baking shows. I recommend all of them Uh, (laughs) because I like looking at uh, yummy Christmas shaped cookies. Yeah,
1: it's not good for your health though, because you're definitely gonna want to eat some sugar.
0: Yeah, but you know, we haven't. To be fair, we haven't. we've watched more of those shows than we've consumed like bad baking, like uh, unhealthy baking baked goods. Okay. Okay. Um, but I like this show because it has those two comedians mm-hmm. leading it, uh, so it's they funny. They do a great
1: job hosting. They, they throw in sing. some songs. Yeah. The judges are like these old lady granny judges.
0: Yeah, they're old ladies. They have a theme song for the grannies when they're Let's coming. Let's hear it, Tyler. Oh, well, I don't want to get The grannies
1: sued. are... Uh, oh, uh, the
0: chairs are rocking. The, the grannies, grannies
1: are, are talking
0: talkin about you. you. I like it. <laughs> That's like almost like what would Roger say? I feel yeah. like they maybe ripped us off. They probably did. Yeah, yeah we should reach sued. out to their
1: producers and see. If you
0: sue us, Peacock, we were like telling people to watch your content and you guys are losing money still as far as I know. You can't get for that. So I'm just saying, they're not, they're not doing that well. So maybe they just take your Really? As you because
1: I'm paying them money to watch advertising. How are they not I making money? I don't know, money? they report
0: losses all the time. They're getting just pummeled oh. by the other streamers. oh services. sure they're
1: reporting losses like how much are people getting paid like why why are you losing I don't know. so
0: much? i think netflix still technically as well i mean they spend so much on content they are probably still losing money i don't know
1: that's like I don't saying know how this works that's <laughs> mm, yeah that's just because that's just managing your money poorly that doesn't mean you're not making money. That's like being a, a billionaire who goes bankrupt. You made a billion dollars.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's hard to get real upset about NBC losing money on that. Or even, like, remember in the summer? I mean, now, well, technically, Spider Man is a Sony property, but. Like, oh, Black Widow didn't make enough money. It's like, I'm not worried about you, Disney. It seems like you're making plenty of money. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not going
1: to shed a not, tear.
0: Not worried about it. <laughs> over a fucking Disney movie
1: not making money. Are you kidding me? not worried about it. <laughs> so. Get out of here, Disney.
0: Shut up. Now I do care when it ends up, like, they don't green-like uh, movies that are not, uh, you know, a certain kind of movie. That's hurtful. But what are you going to do? Again, I'm not going to talk about that right now. We're talking about Christmas yeah, and I, Saved by the Bell. Yeah,
1: another peacock. another peacock
0: series we just started, which is sort of christmassy well, it starts at Christmas. It does. <laughs> it's MacGruber. Magruber. Okay. And what I'll say about MacGruber, we haven't watched the whole season. I can, I, I'm, I am enjoying it. I will say that I feel like it probably would have been better suited as just like a sequel movie and rather than eight episodes, I'm getting that sense. Okay. I'll put that out there. What I'll say about MacGruber is if you have an attitude about MacGruber, the sketch, and mm-hmm. you think it's negative, put that aside, go and seek out the movie that came out 10 or 11 years ago. It's just called mcgruber same cast well i also had val Kilmer as the villain oh yeah that's on peacock i think it's on amazon prime watch that it's uh it was a box office bomb but it's uh super underrated it's just like it's directed by jorma Tacone i don't know how say his last name one of the lonely island guys mm-hmm. who's back doing the new show but like i don't know he's got bad luck at the box office because even like he they made like that pop star movie which was also amazing no money um guess it's
1: just like a niche of people who enjoy that type of comedy.
0: I would say MacGruber is super great, like that movie is. And people have slept on it. And if you think you just don't want to watch an SNL skit uh, for a movie, I would suggest trying MacGruber. The show is for people that like that movie. So if you don't like MacGruber, then don't try the show. They recap it for you, but it is very... It's very extreme. It's very violent mm-hmm. on purpose. It's very vulgar on purpose. It's very it's you know, it's definitely this send up of a eighties like action. Um
1: Yeah, you were getting mad at me the other night because I wasn't giving it my full one hundred percent attention. That's hilarious. And I was doing a couple things on my phone, and you were just like getting pissy about it. And I was like, "Listen, I can handle about ninety to ninety-five percent of MacGruber. I just need a little bit of edge taken off." And so, yes, sometimes (laughs) I want to like look away from from the screen and just listen. There's a lot of
0: bare ass, like Will Forte bare ass in the movies or the show. it's, it's, It's a lot. It's a lot of bear ass. If you're not comfortable watching a lot of Will Forte bear ass, then, I mean, you know, you might need to look away a little bit. What's your explanation for not wanting to keep your full attention for Power of the Dog, though, you son of a bitch?
1: What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. You know, this is a Christmas episode, and I'm not feeling like you're expressing a lot of the Christmas spirit right now.
0: That's why we should just move away from the, the not Christmas content. That's probably what we should do. No more okay. talking about MacGruber. Fine. Watch it, maybe. Don't, if you haven't seen the movie.
1: Okay. <laughs> the other Christmas thing that I'll mention that we're doing is uh, going back and watching the Christmas episodes of Bob's Burger, which we did on Hulu for Thanksgiving. They like called out like, here are the Thanksgiving episodes. And that was great because you could just click it. But now we're just going through the seasons and watching them. We watched a couple last night and Bob's Burgers, yeah. Bob's the Burgers, as our kids like to call it.
0: They call it Bob's the Burgers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Last time they had it all uh Maybe they fixed it by the time we... Well, it's only a no. couple days before Christmas. They had them all easily in one spot. And mm-hmm. they do that on Disney+. Plus. You can watch all the Simpsons Christmas movie uh, show episodes. But now we have to go and go in there. But here's a spoiler. For most shows, like a Christmas episode for the season is probably around episode 9, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. Just tends to work out that way. Um, How do you know these things? Because I do a lot of this. Because I used to watch, <laughs> like... See, this is back to Peacock. When office was on when the office was on netflix you could easily get those christmas episodes fired up which are great especially the season what two, do you mean with, one. how what why because they're great episodes of the office oh
1: like you like christmas mentally
0: episodes. you could easily do that yeah i just okay. know where they are and it's like episode 10 or 11 or whatever for all the seasons well see now i haven't done that this year because they're on peacock and we have ads on there and while i have dvds of the christmas episodes well i have dvds of the uh steve carell episodes which is the only ones i would watch anyway uh, but i haven't done that because i'm like i don't know why I haven't had to watch an ad for The Office in 10 goddamn years. I'm not going to watch an ad now.
1: And God forbid you open a case and stick a disc in. It's in the garage. I have to go all the way out there. Oh, my God. It's way out there. I mean, would I rather listen to an ad or go out in the cold garage and get that? Mm -hmm. I don't even know how that's going to even feel. You need to stop advertising to the world that our impeccable DVD collection is just accessible in our garage. I,
0: I mean, they're not... well. Okay, be sure, if you're going to rob me, be sure to bring like 12, 25 boxes to lug them out. I'm pretty sure someone will catch you by the time you leave with 10.
1: Would they, though?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Fine, just take them, whatever.
1: Oh, you'd be so sad, though.
0: It's probably covered by insurance. It's okay. It's getting more different. Better
1: oh, ones. yeah. Insurance is going to cover like 40 cents a DVD, Tyler.
0: I could, I could work with that. I could get it all back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like, eBay,
0: here eBay, I come. eBay, pawn shops, I could do it. Do pawn shops still sell DVDs?
1: Who knows? Because we haven't been in the retail store in years. (laughs) Not, I haven't been in a pawn shop in years. Oh, oh, oh! Merry Christmas! So go watch some Bob's Burgers. That's also a good show. Yeah. Totally appropriate for four to ten year olds to be
0: watching. HBO Max, their system works great. They put aside in one area all the Fresh Prince of Bel Air Christmas episodes. All the King of Queens. I don't care about King of Queens, but there you go.
1: Is King of Queens one of those shows that just like everybody's watched too much of?
0: Oh yeah. I've seen way too many episodes of King of Queens. Uh like Friends, but see the Friends ones it's weird because like as I remember, and I think this is right, they were more known for Thanksgiving episodes. They had episodes set around Christmas, but they were never really about that's more of a Thanksgiving. You watch those for Thanksgiving. They had some singled out, but I was mm. like or, even the description or, doesn't even mention anything.
1: Or Friendsgiving. Yeah. You see what I did there?
0: Oh, because people... That, that started because of the TV show Friends. Yeah. No one ever met with friends on Thanksgiving. Never. Friends the TV Only checking.
1: family Thanksgivings. This is That's a right. All right. So those are some Christmas uh, movies and shows you could tune into. That's what we've been watching. Yep. christmas E. Yep. Now, let's talk about Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. Tyler, what do you remember about Miracle on 34th Street?
0: Well, I remember that I probably, uh, I probably saw the, the 1994 version before I saw the original, so I remember that. And then I wrote down because this is the part where we write down what we remember yes. before we talk about the movie or before, before we, we watch the movie.
1: Rewatch the movie, correct. Uh,
0: so this is what I wrote. I said Matilda is anti-Santa because her mom is anti-Santa. Then the department store her mom works for hires John Hammond who seems like the real deal, but there's a court case and trouble ahead. It's very much the old movie, but with the 90 stars you love, like Dylan McDermott, The Practice, Mm-hmm. as a lawyer. Yeah. That's what I wrote.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what I wrote. Except mine was probably not as nice, but also longer because I watched
0: this movie a lot. So I remembered all the details. But then you left your phone where you kept it in a note upstairs and now where it's too far to because go.
1: Because similar to not wanting to walk out to the garage, I don't want to go upstairs to get my phone right now. Do you so. think that
0: your note about what you remember is on Peacock? And will we have to watch an ad in midway through your paragraph? Yes,
1: we will. Cool. Okay, so here's what I remembered before I watched the movie. Yeah. Matilda, because I called her that as well.
0: Mara Wilson, who's related yeah. to us. Yeah. Doesn't
1: believe in Santa cuz her mom is stupid.
0: She's just she's very cold. She's just a very negative person. Yeah. Very negative. Yeah. It's versions. all her
1: fault. And then obviously the real Santa comes and then yeah. and then the and, and I knew it was a Macy's like store. I just and I didn't think it was called Macy's, but I was very confused cuz I had a memory of a being called Macy's. Yes. And uh, and then the other store competitors tried to take down Santa, and then there's a whole trial, and it's very exciting. I did not remember how this one wrapped up at the end, mm-hmm. but I did totally remembered how the old one ended.
0: That is a major change of the two stories, is how the court case resolves.
1: Mm-hmm. So. And this must be must the old one must have been a favorite of my mom's because yeah. we watched that several times, and then when this the new one came out in eighty four we we watched it, we bought it, we we watched it every year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, we can talk about all the things that you said that have uh, pertinent information, mostly the Macy's thing, which is uh, uh, notable because in the original it was Macy's. Mm-hmm. Um, and they changed it because Macy's didn't want to be a part of the new one. So weird. Uh, I mean, I have some thoughts about maybe why they decided not to do that. But Okay. Um, yeah.
1: Before we do that, let's do some high stats. Yeah, do it. High stats is where we talk about the numbers, the, the figures, the things. Yes. Okay
0: are you ready and the people in it and who directed it yeah the things that
1: that's the things all the things the things yes people places things yes miracle on 34th street uh is rated pg it uh came out in 1994 why do i not have the date here I don't what's know. the date let's see what date it came
0: november something out. something do
1: do 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 uh, november 18th it's 1994 right thanksgiving yeah on my grandma's birthday okay I can't remember my dad's birthday, but I can remember my grandma's birthday. That says a
0: lot about your relationship with your father. Cuz it's very
1: close to my birthday. Okay. So, it's easy. Okay. Came out November 18th, 1994, clocks in at 114 minutes. Oh, too long. That is so
0: long. <laughs> it's too long for this movie.
1: Like no Christmas movie should be over 90 minutes. Well, no. I hold strong. Keep it in at 90 minutes. Let's how clock in and it? clock out. If you're expecting kids to to watch, like, come oh, on. Well, like, like mean, let's tell the story. Get in, get out. If that's
0: your parameters for a Christmas movie, then sure.
1: Yeah, if it's rated PG, that's but Like, It's a Wonderful
0: Life. It's, it's, it's a Wonderful, a wonderful life.
1: life? Yes, I am. Thank yeah, you. you.
0: It's a Wonderful Life is a perfect blank, but I'm not sure how long it is, but there you well, go. Now. That's more of a Christmas-adjacent movie, honestly.
1: It's a Wonderful Life we're going to see running time.
0: It's probably like 148
1: two hours and 10 minutes oh it's a little longer
0: than i thought yeah it's perfect it's fine
1: (laughs) it's probably a little long no yeah no no it's probably a little long
0: it's a hard disagree it's perfect but that's okay it's more of a christmas adjacent movie anyway so whatever
1: okay well this 1994 uh movie came out uh and was directed by les mayfield
0: who made uh this was in the middle of his kind of his biggest streak of his career which would have been encino man He followed this up with uh, Robin Williams in Flubber. He made, which was a hit, but not a good. Well, we might watch it eventually. Uh, Not a great movie, if I remember. Uh, And then Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence at the peak of his like box office power in like '99. Mm -hmm. And then it it was kind of downhill for Les Mayfield after that.
1: It was written by Valentine Davies for the story, and then George the Seaton and John Hughes worked on the screenplay. What? John Hughes again?
0: Yeah, so this is, we've talked about this. This was in a period where John Hughes was under contract after the Home Alone business, that he pumped out a couple more titles for 20th Century Fox. That included a previous episode, Dennis the Menace, mm-hmm. and this. And so um, I think this might have been the last one, or Dennis, I can't remember which one came first. I have to look, but yes. It is a John Hughes joint. It is notably not like uh, a lot of those other John Hughes penned uh, scripts of that time period. Yeah, less pratfalls. A few, but less.
1: Yeah. Well, we were going back and watching the old one. I was trying to like mentally think like, can I see the John Hughes touch between the older one and this newer one? Well, he
0: added twenty five minutes, so there's that.
1: A Little bit of padding. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, a whole different ending. I
1: think too. there's a, there's some some extra additions and whatnot. Yeah, there
0: is. I mean you they, well, yeah, there's a few different things we'll talk about. There's a pretty big shift in kind of the quote-unquote villains of the story so Mm -hmm.
1: and then who's in the movie uh as you indicating what you remembered yes Jurassic Park's John Hammond uh plays uh Chris Kringle
0: that's Richard Attenborough the Sir Richard Attenborough uh, yes you know he's not more than just Jurassic Park but for our generation he's John Hammond
1: yes Dylan McDermott is Brian he's yep the practice Uh, Elizabeth Perkins as Matilda's mom.
0: Yeah, she was. uh, They were trying to push her for a little bit because she was like uh, Velma in. uh, Is it Velma Flintstones? Yeah. Yeah. She was in the Flintstones movie. Yeah, she was. They were trying to make her thing. I don't think she really. This was kind of her big period where she. Then she kind of settled back into supporting work, I suppose. And then Mara Wilson, of course, is Mm -hmm. in her streak of uh, adorableness as the child actor uh, star face of the movie essentially even though she has nothing to do for the second half but that's okay
1: <laughs> i'm i'm noticing some um and other people that i didn't notice in the movie okay um but i will mention alice and Janie has a scene in the movie
0: she does she is playing uh, a shopper at the beginning who's she's doing as we watched the old one it was very funny because she does the exact same accent as the lady <laughs> in the original mm-hmm. she's doing a very like 40s new yorker accent which i thought was very funny or new dream someone probably will tell me that's wrong but she's doing something very specific uh yes jennifer morrison of like house and once upon a time fame she is very briefly in the movie as like an elf yeah i I totally missed her i spotted her a couple times and then like actual regular cast you have jt walsh great character actor uh i think we last talked about him on our negotiator episode he's playing the prosecutor robert prosky who we just talked about in mrs doubtfire is the judge Mm-hmm. Jane Leaves of Fraser fame is one of the uh, Minions of the Bad uh, Shopper's Express store with James Remar. Yeah. How do you just, like, remember
1: this well, off your head?
0: I, you, I re- wrote that stuff down before oh, we you started. Did? Oh, yeah, it's in I, a
1: note somewhere? Yeah. Uh, oh, look at you. You, like, yeah. wrote it out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. But let's talk about that box office. You never found out that... Oh, you said November 18th, right? Yeah. So how much did it box... Uh, Sorry, you fucked weekend. it up.
1: Let's talk about what it boxed. It okay. boxed mm-hmm. in opening weekend, yeah. $2.7 million, And? And in the U.S., $17 million, Oof. And worldwide, $46 million.
0: So this was uh, a financial disaster.
1: <gasps> what? I don't know
0: what the budget was, so maybe it wasn't a disaster. It probably didn't cost all that much.
1: 630000
0: It'll definitely cost more than six hundred thirty thousand
1: dollars. Oh, this make. must be the old one. This was <laughs> of the old. One. Hold on, you had both dabs open. Forty six million. Can it cost I just 46 say forty six million? Oh no, budget's not listed on here. Oh, okay, you're killing me, Tyler.
0: The budget's it's, lot, it's harder to get budget numbers on movies. Yeah,
1: than the yeah yeah that's true.
0: No, and I was trying to think about it. number one. I don't think this movie got very good reviews when it came out. Um, it was very much. Seen as, like, why are they remaking that in a very similar way that I think the discussion this year has been about West Side Story? It's like we already have this great thing because I think it's important to note mm-hmm. the 1947 movie was a multiple Oscar winner. Uh, I, what's the guy's name? I think I wrote it down on the thing for you. The supporting actor was the winner who played Chris Kringle in the original, he uh, won the Oscar. I think the screenplay won an Oscar. And it was nominated Natalie for Natalie
1: Wood as the kid, Natalie Maureen O'Hara, kid. John Payne, and Edmund Gwen.
0: Edmund Gwen. He won the Oscar for playing Chris Kringle. It won an Oscar for its, its screenplay, screenplay. And it was nominated for Best Picture, did not win. So it's beloved. It was oh, beloved yeah. at the time. And so I think a lot of people maybe thought, Well, we don't need another one of these. We already have one. And people kind of thumbed their nose at it. Um, and then the other thing I was reading about was they Felt the studio felt very confident in the movie. Um, they thought it tracked really well. They did some testing and people loved it. So then, rather than doing a slow rollout, they decided to open it wide, and it didn't do very well. And then the other thing that you read between the lines: this is 1994. There's another big hit Christmas movie that yeah. came out that year that was a smash sensation that came out, I think, a little bit earlier. That's the Santa Claus with Tim Allen at the peak of his uh, 90s popularity. Yeah. So that and, just kind of buried Oh, yeah, and it Christmas. is so
1: much more amped up and kid-friendly than totally. Miracle on 34th Street.
0: Yep. So, um, yeah, it was not successful. And it's weird that um, for people our age, it is likely that a lot of us probably saw this one first because it was like a, you know, it ended up on cable. It probably was a cheap buy. And I, I remember I remember watching it probably on TV the first time before I saw, I didn't see it in the theater. I, don't, I know that. Um But yeah, you know, I was only later that I, I knew it was a remake, but it was only later that I watched the original. So mm-hmm. for our generation anyway, it probably was an introduction to this I story. mean, not
1: me, but yes.
0: Yes. So yes. So that's what you don't remember. You didn't go to the theater, even though your mom loved the old one
1: yeah i mean that was like elementary years i can't remember what movies we went to the theater for but we did buy it and it had like the clamshell and i feel like that's still at my parents house oh it's totally there you
0: know it's like got the white clamshell and then the image on the front your mom will watch it too like it'll be sitting out at christmas time if we're down there yeah so yeah Yeah. no she did um yeah um how do you want to go about this discussion do you want to talk about i think we can talk about our impressions of this one. And then we can maybe double back and talk about the original a little bit. Does that work for you? Or do you yes. have a thought?
1: My first impression on rewatching this yes. is that it's too fucking long.
0: <laughs> yeah. it It's has too a, long. Like, why is it so long? It has a pacing issue. I think, um, it's frequently rescued. I would say like it dips, it comes, it kind of goes up and down in terms mm-hmm. of it. Cause I think it's the pacing. It has some really wonderful scenes. And it, part mm-hmm. of it is just, you know, things from the original that are recreated yes. here. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, Amara Wilson is very good at this age at doing this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Being cute, being precocious, being smarter than everybody. You know, I think Dylan McDermott's character comments on her being, like, acting like a 75-year-old. and That's very much what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's good. And Richard Attenborough is uh, great. Is As Chris Kringle. He looks the part. He has the warmth. Um, he has a cane that is not a mosquito with amber on the top of it, which is a little bit confusing for me. But nevertheless, a cane.
1: I would say that Jurassic Park came out in 93. Yeah. This came out in 94. I don't think... And I'm just I'm stupid sometimes. I don't think I ever made the connection that that Chris Kringle in this movie was the same actor until you said it while we same. were watching it. I know. But like, I, a guess, cane. I guess in my mind is like, no, that's different that's, hat. that's the Santa Claus. That's a different I mean, hat. that's that's Chris Kringle. That's a, it's a different I didn't hat. even connect that it was the same until you said it. Even as I was watching, I was like, oh, my God, you're right.
0: Yeah. So, so he does a
1: really good job of embodying this character. Is yes, what I was very to much. Say.
0: Yeah. Uh, this version is very much, um, it's trying to be sentimental and therefore it is like sometimes overly so with the lighting is very soft. Everybody looks like they're like of a halo around them half mm. the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's,
0: you know, it's colorized, you know, it's color obviously compared to the old one. Although I bet you a lot of people probably remember that one being colored because it used to be that monstrous thing where they'd colorize these movies. Yeah. But, yeah, there's that. I think, you know, the music can be sweeping and sentimental a little bit. Um, yeah, it's definitely leaning into that. It's not necessarily a movie that is, like, full of... Uh, I, it's weird watching the old one. There's old, the old one is attempting to be more comedic mm. than the new one. The new one is not trying to be comedic. It's trying to be a warm Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that the old ones keep comedy, like, works in 2021. 20, but, it, you know, there's attempts for it, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just think that I part of it is the the changes to the complications. So in the original, it's Macy's and Gimble's. Mm-hmm. Macy's said no to the the uh, doing the new one.
1: Yeah, did you look into that? Why
0: they just declined is what I read. I'm I have a theory in that like you know they are attached to that in a in a big way. They don't want to commit to any kind of, like, new store policies about, like... No, uh, that's what you think? Yeah, they didn't want to be a thing where their people were getting confused about, like, what they're offering in their store. I think the 90s, maybe not a bit, like, yeah, like, it's not... they do not doing the same kind of thing. A lot of Macy's, I think, at this point are in malls, and there's no Santa Claus in the Macy's store, but in, like, more of a mall setting.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Um, there's the the thing that it's you know a classic movie that's being remade and there's probably like public backlash to that a little bit they don't want their hands on it um But it's like, it starts off with basically the Macy's Day Parade. The plot is definitely directed more towards this competition. Oh, and the other big thing, and maybe this was something they changed once they realized that Macy's would say no, is that the company's not doing well in the story. They're having, they need a really big uh, Christmas season or else they're going to be like out of business. So if that's in the script, they're saying no. It's like, we're not doing, we're not doing bad. Although um, I haven't seen the numbers this year or any of the last few years, but. I
1: mean, a little foreshadowing 20 years later.
0: But I mean, they, you know, they, I don't. So there's all these factors, right? And then so gimbals is not a thing anymore. But since it went to, but you're right. The new one is like it's the Macy's Day Parade to the point where there's Santa and the stars that always say Macy's are back there, but they say it's Coles or whatever. Not Coles, is it Coles? Yes, it's that's so stupid. Kohl's, Kohl's. Coles, C O L E S, which is funny because we do technically have a department store named Coles, just spelled you know K O H L. That's um, true. So that's interesting, but um. Yeah, so the new the new store that they're fighting with is called Shoppers Express, and Mm -hmm. it is very much just trying to be like a Walmart stand-in. I think I think cheap goods,
1: or was it like Toys R Us? Because it wasn't like other goods; it was just like toys. I I don't know. Do we ever go in that
0: store or not? Really? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. And then the other big thing is that in the original, it's like Macy's and the Gimble's guy are like characters, and they're like business people, but they're not like. Neither one of them is super hateful. In fact, they have a couple scenes where they're just like, oh, friendly competition, or we're doing this, or we're doing that, blah, 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 blah. And there's no involvement of anybody that's going to try to frame Chris Kringle. Whereas in the new one, it's like the x shoppers Express sends the minions, Jane leaves, and to, like, get him in trouble. And they use the drunken Santa from the beginning. Whereas in the old one, it's the Macy's psychologist who gets mad at him and like Who's, like, the, who's like, their HR person. <laughs> yeah. Who
1: sort of maybe has a psychology degree, but is in no way, like, a psychologist or
0: qualified whatsoever. It's funny. I do think that, it like, what happens in the new one takes too long and is kind of annoying.
1: Yes, yes. I was trying to delineate... Am I irritated because these are annoying characters and a bad part of the story? Or am I nostalgically irritated because watching it as a kid, you want to hate these characters? So I was like, is it is this nostalgia hate or is this like bad writing hate?
0: But that's what I'm going to say. Like, I honestly I think that conflict is is worse. No, I don't know. Like, oh, oh, it's not better because it's not. It's definitely not. But, like, the old one is so just, like, eh. So odd. <laughs> They're just, like, oh, yeah, we had him committed. But then the guy's, like, immediately, like, oh, well, never mind. And but then, then, like, it's still going
1: forward. So there's
0: it's just a little bit flimsy, whereas this one is trying to explain it, and it's very clear. And you can see that there's a, a wrong that's happened, which I guess is good. It's just that it's done in a clunky way. Mm-hmm. So then it's, like, it's better, but it's not. Like, it's a better... I think Because in the old one, yeah. the
1: chris Kringle character literally hits the guy in the head with his cane.
0: He does. He yeah. bonks him right in this the head. This one, the drunken Santa catches it and then pretends he's hit, but then yes. everybody, there's cameras set up. It's just like a little bit, it's a little bit too much, but then it, I appreciate that it's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm of two minds of it. I, I think that it needed addressing in the new movie, but uh-huh. then I don't know if it's entirely successful and it takes a little. Because it is a weird thing, because he's not on trial. Not really. No. He didn't commit a crime. The charges have been dropped in both movies. Uh-huh. Uh He only. It's a hearing. He would have gone home. Home. if he, But he deliberately failed his and I mental I, examination. And I, I do. Th- I wish that the new one also addressed this because in both versions, I'm always just like, there's more to discern from that. I think there's more character work to do there. Uh, that you could get more out of if you just explain like why he did that. Is he doing it because he wants to have this thing and have this trial on? No, or, he said why. He's dejected and he's sad because he's no, not able to do that. he explains why. There's a whole scene if in I both can't... movies. Okay, well, tell me.
1: He he Now that he's been accused yes. of being violent, he does not want that to be Santa Claus's story. So he just has to be this crazy old man so that the belief in Santa can continue. So it's not like Santa did this. It's just like some crazy old kook. So he failed it Is that it. what he says in the yeah, both versions? Yeah, to to maintain the magic for children
0: I would have liked it <laughs> If you it was don't more <laughs> If it was more like I don't know I, I would like more of it being Like an intentional choice That's just me He
1: did, it was intentional, you, intentional Maybe you need to, to like, go watch that scene uh,
0: again He seems like he's bummed out at himself though He's, he's like, he feels bad for himself, and that's why I choose it. I don't know if it's like... I. Like, what you're saying makes sense. I'm just saying, like, the way it's portrayed makes it seem like he's just like, I'm sad. No. I don't want to be Santa anymore. I'm just going to be in his old home.
1: No, that's not why he did it at all. He's sacrificing himself so that children don't think that Santa Claus is a fucking violent deviant.
0: <sighs> yeah, well, speaking of which, <laughs> like... In both versions, but especially... No, in the new one, it mostly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think he watches the kid. Does he watch the kid? No, he li- in the old one, he's living with the lawyer guy because he needs somewhere to stay. But in the new one, it's just like, we're going to have uh, Santa Claus babysit this kid. And it's just like, why not... Who's better to babysit than Santa Claus? And this mom, who's very rigid about like this whole belief system, and doesn't want her kid wants her kid to live in reality, mm-hmm. somehow is okay with like, well, yeah, he seems fine. He can go she's ahead. She's
1: originally, watch the kid. she's initially kind of not, and then she just goes along with it.
0: In the old one, she's like. That guy's crazy, and then she gets convinced to keep him on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Whereas in the new one, she's like, "Yeah, I guess you could watch my kid alone while I go out on a date." Some with old man I don't garment. really
1: know who I know thinks he's Chris Kringle. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Just saying. Not not even not the best choice. I, mean, I get. Yeah, it worked out because he is Santa. But you know, like yeah, hindsight. <laughs> I mean, he could have just been a homeless guy. Well, he kind of is a little bit. You know. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, so it's it's long. Uh, I think it takes. A little too long to get to... Uh, what I like about the old one, obviously, is that it in 90s, you know, it, it cruises along. It gets to where it needs to go. This one ta- feels like it takes a while to get to this court thing. And then even then, it's like you, we paused it randomly. And it still had a lot of time left. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. Why does it need to be this long? And, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, tw- it's exactly about 20 minutes too long. And it needed to be tightened. Um, one thing I'll say is that I do really love the update to uh, the scene in the original. He's speaking as a Danish to a little kid. Dutch.
1: Dutch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, mm-hmm.
0: gets, you know, that gets little, the little girl's attention. It's like, oh, he knows how to speak. I think in the new one, it's I, I like the change because it's done. I think it's probably the best scene in the movie of just him interacting with this deaf girl with sign language. And how that kind of is portrayed, I think, is the is warm and fuzzy in all the right ways. Like Mm -hmm. it works exactly how how Mm -hmm. you want it to work out. I'm
1: sure in 1947 we had a few more immigrants, and yeah, that's she had said that like she just like adopted this girl, and so she didn't speak English. And I think of the time that was probably relatable to a lot of people. Whereas Um, that wouldn't in big cities, but now it's like I no, that's not. That's not a common occurrence now where you're adopting, you know, a child who speaks Dutch.
0: (laughs) It's a great, it's a great scene in the old one. I think it's a great scene in the new one because they do enough of a change to, so it's not feeling like the same beat. Even though it's the same moment, it's important. It's an important moment to the story. So I like the change there. Yes. Um,
1: And then I will obviously point out that clearly Noel has a similar type uh, scene, which was clearly either inspired by or... Yeah, definitely inspired by this. A lot of
0: things are inspired by the original Miracle yeah. on 34th Street. So
1: I definitely so. I pointed that out to the kids. I was like, "Look, yeah. look."
0: I know there's this these- is in Noel. That's true. Now our kids, th- the length really got them on this one. They all were pretty much tuned out before we got halfway through. And I think it's not. It's just not geared at. That's the weird thing about it. It's not necessarily geared at a young audience. It's kind of a movie that was made for people that like the old one a mm-hmm. little bit. It's just like, yeah. Well, you you're watching this because you like Miracle on 34th Street. It's not like necessarily attracting a new audience, I would say. Maybe I think that's a problem.
1: What attracted me to it as yeah. a kid is that I was always a questioner. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this whole movie is based on a, a family who like doesn't believe in Santa mm-hmm. and. This is all about questioning the existence, and then it goes on to prove the existence. I was right. like, I'm very intrigued and fascinated by this topic. Tell me more.
0: So that's the other uh, big change here. What I was surprised—we watched the, I, I watched, we, we watched and took notes on the '94 version because that's what we're covering, and then but we watched the old one second this mm-hmm. time. And what I uh, was—the <laughs> big surprise for me in the old one is that is how unmagical it is. It, like even the resolution, which we can talk about, which is a pretty big change—not a big change—but there's enough added that it's definitely like, oh, okay. Um, the old one is just like, well, he found this house that was for sale and he left a cane somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all he does, <laughs> and that's like how he proves it, right? And um, the new one, it goes—he
1: he sends them on. The, he sends them on that path to get there.
0: Yes, but like it's something that you could say like well you know if you're a clever old if you're just a clever old guy with a little bit of like an extra couple hours on his hands one day you could probably figure out how to do this whereas i feel like the new one is just like okay we're gonna this is gonna be this is gonna go the extra distance and i on one hand i like that it's like saying like yep it's magic in the new one but on the other hand i kind of like how that old one's just like well i mean doesn't really matter because it's just it yeah. could have just been this old man that did the nice thing
1: what was also interesting about the old one that I had forgotten is mm-hmm. that the day the day of Christmas morning so after Christmas Eve after Santa's gone and delivered all his presents right in the new movie he's not seen from
0: nope he's gone again. He leaves the movie
1: In the old movie And I did not remember this He hosts a fucking Christmas morning party Oh yeah it's... He's like Oh hello I'm hosting this With my friend over here Who's also dressed up As a Santa Claus That guy from the, the Department store And it's like yeah. Hey Santa's a good guy I don't know And it's like Hey so I just did My whole Christmas Eve Fucking going around The right. world thing And now I'm just Just casually hosting This Christmas morning Fucking party for people Yeah it's like, definitely Like
0: what? low Yeah <laughs> it's just like Low key Like whatever he's doing It's like It could easily be uh and that's the point, right? The point is that he doesn't you don't really have to prove it, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole point of the movie, right? But
1: like he's but not even the... tired that morning. He's <laughs> no. not there's no comment no. of like how to go last night. No one's like checking on him. Well, like well, yeah. any interesting stories, like obviously Nobody gives a shit what he did the night before. Yeah. But yeah, here he is. He's like, hello, welcome. Here's some presents that I magically got you. And then there's this one character. Yeah. Her, her, uh, the mom's like, uh,
0: The drunk, the friend's like the drunk. and like, Yeah. Uh-huh. The lady?
1: No, the guy. Oh, the
0: guy, her, her, yeah, her yeah, co worker. Yeah.
1: And he gets some fucking present in the old one. I don't know what the fuck it is. Was it like a bicycle thing? Like, I couldn't tell Older what it rapping was. Older wrapping
0: when we watched that one. We might have missed it. It was that also part.
1: black and white, so it was like hard to tell. And it was like old timey, so I feel like what was that present? We probably
0: just missed but that part. When they the,
1: were trying earlier. to put some magic into that old one, of, Is like Santa Claus, like in this Christmas morning party presents you with all these gifts that you uh, whereas in the had new one for.
0: it is like a big time swing right because mm-hmm. it's not only the house that they she gets a boat like the mom gets a bonus which means she can afford the house mm-hmm. big time. And that's because of this. And they, like, surprised. They even put, like, the name. Like, they just assume that they want the house, which is a little presumptuous. Yeah. They're just like, we already put a mailbox with your name on it out here. If that's going to work yeah, for you. we know
1: it's 200 miles from your place of work, but oh, well.
0: But, and, oh, by the way, is it, like, her last name or is it the guy's last name? Because they don't know that they got married because the other big change here mm-hmm. is that... They just earlier in the movie. This is a new scene, a new sequence where they go on a date, and he Mm -hmm. and Dylan McDermott proposes to Elizabeth Perkins, and she like shuts him down in the harshest way imaginable, which is so confusing because in the old movie you get a sense that like there's a romantic desire there, but they're not necessarily like together.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more like on the up and up. Like, it's 1947. There's no, like, they're not bunking up. There's no scandal. I have no idea happening. what's going
0: on with these two. And in it's, the it's, new one.
1: In, well, even in the old one, when they're at the end, they're driving to the house, the girl calls him uncle.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, and I was
1: like, what the It's not really a
0: romantic thing. The fuck is happening? Yeah.
1: Yes. Now, in the new one, I don't get their romantic relationship. And John Hughes, who knows how to tell uh, a 1990s uh, a tale of romance, Maybe what more the, than the what? 80s, but yeah. What the hell, John? Like, wh- what is happening? Are they dating? Are they screwing? Are they? Have they expressed interest in each other? Because it almost there's a couple scenes where where the practice guy is like, aren't you glad that you finally went on a date with me? When yeah. they're walking around, it's like, wait, this is is your well, first date? Like, what is happening?
0: That's my confusion because like he proposes. And she has a very bad reaction and is mean to him. But
1: she's just like, why would you presume?
0: What I would say is that I don't. Have, I have no idea who I should be mad about. Yeah. Mad at because one, it could be that they're not dating and he decides to propose to her. Yeah. And he's that's like, crazy. Yeah. Their and you're like, okay, date, well, clearly they're... you made a big mistake. Or they've been dating a while and it's not that unreasonable that he proposed and she's being terrible about it because she has commitment issues. Yeah. So who am I mad at? I don't know.
1: And he's constantly watching the the daughter. Like yes. she's over his apartment. Yes. They spend time together. So then the big shift
0: here is that, um, it gets, or they both get letters on Christmas Eve to meet at like midnight. I guess she left Mara Wilson by herself in that New York City Sorry, apartment. Matilda,
1: hope, you know, we had to get Santa Claus to babysit you the other night. In but... the old
0: movie, there's like a maid character, but, uh, not, not in this one. Yeah. Um, so she sneaks out. She sneaks out, and they are at this church after midnight mass. So it's, like, 1 o'clock then. Oh, yeah. 1.30, right? Um, and there's a priest there. He's like, oh, ready for the wedding. And then, like, they realize that they both didn't write the letter, mm-hmm. but then decide to get married anyway because mm-hmm. they really want to get married, even though they've basically been broken up since this trial. Yep. Before the trial. It's so weird. And Yeah so there's more magic there because you're just like these people we don't even know if they were dating or and they really didn't like each other but now they do and now they're getting married magic
1: magic
0: so then the extra part is is like she also because in that's the change in the new one she wants that house she wants a dad and she wants a baby brother Mm -hmm. and so that's the other thing that she's like oh i just have to wait for that last one and then they look at each other and they look at her belly like, well, we banged last night. So
1: they're like, well, we, he's like, I definitely put a baby in you.
0: <laughs> pretty much. He gives little finger guns at her and he's like,
1: pew, 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 <laughs> That would
0: have been pretty good if he did that. <laughs> so that's a big change. And it's just like, okay, well, yeah, if that comes true, then like, that's magic. Like, that was a lot of things that had to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the old one, it's just like, ah, the homeless guy found this house and left this. stuck. Uh, it was like, had a for sale site. of friend's like, I'm going to break this window, and throw my cane in here. Then I'm going to send them the address. <laughs> That's all he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he could be an old
1: man. I mean, I feel like you're kind of like... <laughs> he could be an old man. I, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Whereas in
0: the new one, it's like, house, you have enough money to pay for it now. Marriage, new dad. Well, that's, never mind that it's I mean, vague about but, where but this... Like, in the, okay. But like
1: the marriage thing, he it could just also be a clever old man parent trapping them and being like, well, what's dear... A parent trap? Dear lady, please yeah. meet me at the church. Dear dude, please. You know, it's not like a lot of work. It's pretty,
0: pretty wild, though, that that would work. That's a big swing. Is it, though? Yeah, a little bit. It's a bit of a big swing. And also, like, oh, what was I going to say about the, uh, the,
1: the... The magic of it all?
0: I lost my thought now. Oh. There n- it is. Nope. nope. It's not there. It's gone. No. The... Nope.
1: <laughs> what is not happening? Uh, the,
0: the... Magic. Christmas. No, in the old one... They are. It's not there.
1: They're at the Christmas party. Then they're going for the drive. Uh,
0: no, that's not it. It was some other thought. And then she's. To that.
1: They get to the house, and the now, kid. I runs know what to happens. The, I just can't just, remember the thought. The kid just about it. runs into somebody's fucking house. Oh, she
0: just goes in. She does it in both, actually. Well, they there's like other guys that are the new one. That that's fine. Oh God, I it's gone. I I had a thought about. There was something that was not in the old one that was uh, notable, and now I can't think of it.
1: <sighs> the ending My brain. of the court the trial? Ending.
0: Well, no, we're going to talk about that whole okay. separate thought, because that's a whole big difference. Okay. But, no, I was trying to think about I can't. It's done. Change the subject. Maybe it'll come back to me at some point.
1: I'm it's so gone. sorry. It's gone. Okay. I'm sad. Okay. It's gone. Awkward. Awkward.
0: Awkward. Awkward. Yeah. Well, this is what, your part, this is what the co's job is. Like, when someone's lost the oh, thought, yeah, you so, got to go. Yeah,
1: totally. We're just moving forward. <laughs> Let's actually talk about...
0: The, the court, the court tri- trial. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much... So, again, it's not a... No, he's not on trial. He's been, you know, diagnosed as being insane, and it's the state's going to have him committed, right? Either way, the prosecutor in both is like... Really into prosecuting him, which seems weird to me. He's like, like
1: fuck this old crazy guy. He's
0: like, we gotta make sure we just put the hammer down. Sign
1: this paperwork and one, we'll in, be
0: done. In the new ones, insinuated that JT Walsh, the prosecutor, is got like his hand in a, the honey jar. He's a good friend of like that ex- Choppers Express or whatever. There's like a line.
1: Which does sort of help explain like why the motivation to get this old guy committed. Like why the.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. the judge, I, what I thought it was funny about the old one is just like he's got like this lackey guy, or I don't know who it is exactly, but he's always just like, hey, you got to get, you got to this case. You can't do this case. Like, this is going to be bad for your reelection. You really can't rule against this. Dude, find a way. You cannot handle this. He's like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And so there's more of that. And in the new one, it's Robert Prosky, you know, who's in lots of things, but most recently talked about Mrs. Doubtfire. He's got a similar thing. He's got a grandchild. He even like pulls Dylan McDermott aside and just being like, I'm going to have to like rule like i just i have to rule like you understand i really don't want to do this but like in the eyes of the law like i just have to say like i can't i can't declare that he's santa claus come on you know you know what i'm saying right so they're both there but in the old one it's just like i the, the judge is treated so much as like this uh eh, to, like find a reason otherwise mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna lose your election or whatever mm-hmm. um the big other big kind of thing here is that um I know this, oh, this always just reads to me as a little bit too far. I like the little montage where the they have like newspapers getting behind them. People are flashing signs saying they believe. Yes. The I like all that. New York City
1: is behind Santa Claus. New York believes in Santa. I Santa like all that. real. People are rushing out to the streets to, to be prepared to hear the news. That I
0: don't like. That's the part where it's too far. Where like when they announce the, the jur- like the verdict or whatever, like, an eruption of the world over, like Times Square is filled with the people. Streets are Other filled. Other countries are filled, and everybody's like just so cheering for this. Uh, that's too far, movie. That's way too far. Mm-hmm. Way too far. Don't like that. It's uh taking it a sentimental thing. That's already it's already sentimental enough. You don't need to do it. The big change here is that in the original, it's uh, the mail. Right? They realize that, like, well, he's getting mail, and it, it's like kind of lucky actually. Like some people down at the mail well, post the, office, the little girl, right
1: writes Santa a letter and puts the address as the courthouse. Yeah. And then, and the-, then the mail guy's like, whoa, Santa? Usually this says North Pole. Why does this say the courthouse? And they have a little conversation. Like, we got all these
0: letters in the back. We need to like... Let's send them down there. We get him off our hands. We're like, basically. this. we can send
1: them to this guy. Fuck yeah, let's get rid of these letters.
0: So not only that, it's like, so that letter gets sent, and so all these letters, and so the judge has to be like, well, the post office, a federal institution, has recognized that this guy is getting these letters, and I'm not going to say that those guys are being fraudulent, mm-hmm. so therefore I'm saying, well, this must be the guy, because this is what our post office says. Yes. A little bit of loopholing, um, but it's great. Epic. And it-
1: memorable ending having all these mailmen yeah. come in with these giant sacks and bags of mail and the judge who's like yeah put them all on my desk just put them all on my desk and so then they're just like dumping bags of yeah. mail onto the judge's desk so memorable
0: the new one is uh definitely a more religious faith um reading because Dylan McDermott realizes on the back of a dollar bill it says in God we trust he gets Mara Wilson, who's had nothing to do for about forty five minutes of the movie yeah. to walk the Christmas card up. I don't think that would have been uh he, I think that the bailiff would have been like, back the fuck up, kid. Just come in here and just give me a Christmas card. Go away. I like that he says before he gives a speech when he sees the circle thing, he says he's gonna give the dollar back to her. Which I like yes. that little extra touch. Yes. But I it, was
1: like, Is that a John Hughes touch? I like
0: it. Yeah. Well there's no dollar bill in the in the original. Exactly. Exactly. So. So it's circled in God we trust, and then the judge realizes, like, well, on our currency, we put this thing that's very much like a faith-based thing Mm -hmm. on the currency. You cannot
1: prove the existence of God. While we
0: have a separation of church and state, we can't – we put this on here even though we can't prove it, but we do that anyway because of that. And so he uses that as a sufficient reason enough to just be like, well, then I can say – that i believe this guy's santa claus as a reflection
1: of what the people believe is kind of what he was talking about and i think that's where like it ties in with the people with the people all coming out to support santa it's like well if the people in in new york believe in santa then by former precedents of the dollar bill
0: i like it i don't think it's better yeah. I just think that I like that it's different. I yeah, like that we're getting a different version. Yeah,
1: you don't want like a beat for beat for yeah. the whole movie.
0: No, I like that there's a little extra thing here. Yeah. It gets a little undermined by all that cheering on the streets, but that's me.
1: It's a little more forgettable too. Like I definitely was like, I don't remember how this oh. wraps up. I don't remember the well, thing. Well, there's
0: more of a visual gag of the, the cards. Again, that's a little, almost like played for a comedic beat. There's a bubblegum scene in the yes. original that's comedic. This movie, yes. the new one is not trying to be funny in any way shape or form yeah. it can be cute it can be uh heartwarming but it, it's never funny yeah which is I weird for john that. hughes so yeah. um yeah that's the big change but i do yeah i like that it's different and that's the one i remember like for you it was weird because you remembered the mailbags yes and then i'm like well no this movie ends with a dollar but then i forgot that like oh in the old one it's uh it's not that yeah so, yeah it's a, that's what the big difference is i don't know if it needs 20 extra goddamn minutes but uh there are changes um.
1: Yeah I'm sure this movie is the re- the Inspiration for you wanting to go to law school right
0: Absolutely You
1: were like well I mean it's
0: To kill a mockingbird yeah. And this no I don't know uh, no. I
1: mean what a trial of a lifetime To uh, prove <laughs> the identity of Santa
0: Yeah and the show The Practice is just a spin off Of this, uh, this movie And he when did The, the Practice start uh, like, I want to say like that's a 97 98 show Maybe
1: I'm hoping it's 95 It could have been
0: they realized they were like oh McDermott yeah
1: 97 you're right you're so smart
0: yeah because it was around the same as like Alan McBeal time a little bit yeah but
1: clearly David E. Kelly was watching this movie and was like "Ooh, I got an idea for that guy I
0: I have this weird memory that maybe Dylan McDermott also played a lawyer in something else uh maybe that's all I can't remember now though dylan the, mcdermott lawyer roles i feel this is what i knew him from it's either, it's this in the practice i didn't remember him in anything else but now i have this vague memory that maybe he was in something else or he was on a show before that i know this a couple characters from that the practice went over to alan McBeal for an episode or two but uh the practice uh, was on a show i watched regularly i watched some but not all
1: he has a cameo in runaway jury
0: <laughs> I had, Runaway Jury is not bad. It's That movie's ridiculous, but it's got stacked with a cast. I mean, it's Gene Hackman, Dustin Hoffman, John Cusack. It's a lot of good people in that movie. Um, I don't recognize all the names of these things to know what they are. Okay. So. He's in Jersey Curl. <sighs> I don't even remember that.
1: Oh, isn't that that terrible Ben Affleck movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a Kevin Smith movie that he made, yeah. Is
1: that it from 1992?
0: No, that's different. That's oh. a different Jersey Girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. That's Jersey Girl. Kevin Smith is like 2006 or something like he,
1: that. He did uh, go over to Ally McBeal playing the same character. That's what character. I just was
0: saying. I was saying that they oh, did. well, I was reading. I wasn't listening <laughs> he to He came over. Him and a couple other people from the, the practice went over to Ally McBeal for well, an episode Well, what's or two.
1: this memory you have of him I, being Maybe I'm different... just am
0: confusing it with watching an episode of the practice.
1: He's in 10 episodes of Law and yeah. Order. Playing a different character. Was it
0: before the practice or after?
1: In 2021. He's doing it right now. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. All right. Going back to the... Maybe he's playing a cop. Maybe he's not playing a lawyer. He's playing
1: Richard Wheatley. I don't know who that is because I don't watch that.
0: It's just his character name on Law & Order. I don't know.
1: Now I'm going to have to like actually go look. <sighs> right. What's his name? Dylan? Francis McDermott? What's no, his name?
0: It's McDermott, first McDermott. of all. McDermott? Yeah, it's weird. Versus
1: Francis is I always
0: say McDermott just like Francis McDermott. I know. I say it the wrong way. But what are you gonna do? I don't know. What? What movie? What Christmas movie? Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a tea time with you.
1: No. Yeah. Okay.
0: What Christmas movie do you think could be remade and be good or not horrible?
1: What do you mean? Like, what are my options? What are we talking? Well, I mean, you
0: can't obviously. Christmas Carol just gets done over and over and over again. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. We use the cons. You know, we use that concept. But we don't remake. It's a Wonderful Life. We just kind of do the guardian angel looking back at your life thing. That's done. But is there a Christmas movie that you think could be pulled off as like a remake like Miracle on 34th Street?
1: Yeah. What? The Bernadette one. What's
0: the that Bernadette one called? The Bernadette one? What's
1: that one called? My mom's favorite movie of all time. Bells
0: of St. Mary's or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 What is that about, though? It's about I don't church. know. this I've watched like church it so anymore. much. Uh, maybe they do. Hello, Sister Act. There's no sister. That, that was in the 90s. <laughs>
1: Yeah, The Bells of St. Mary's from 1945.
0: You always say that it's a Christmas movie, and I've seen it, but I don't know if it's like set at Christmas more than well, just a Well, Father
1: O'Malley's played by Bing Crosby, so is uh. that enough for you, Tyler? Because <laughs> he's transferred no? to the Roman Catholic inner city school, St. Mary's. Sound familiar? Uh, where he quickly falls into conflict with its headmistress, Sister Mary. Their Sounds primary like the disagreement Doubt. has to do with <laughs> deteriorating school itself. Remember
0: the movie Doubt?
1: Obviously, there's going to be a Christmas story if it has Bing Crosby. Am I right? Yeah,
0: I guess because yeah. he's
1: you know he sings all the Christmas.
0: That's songs. the other one. Was like White Christmas is not a lot of like Christmassy things in it. Like really, it yeah, that could be more of a one. I don't know. Like, there's so many Christmas things now. It's like you can't even. Everything is a variation on something. There's like a thou- There's like four different Groundhog Day style Christmas movies every year you know they're doing a home alone obviously you can't redo home alone and they fucked that up uh i don't know i'm just trying to think here, here you go back to my what i was talking about i was the one who started this uh the
1: cultural impact of the bells of saint mary's i have to talk about this for mom or she'll be mad at me okay um has come this is just from wikipedia you're welcome has come to be associated with the christmas season Uh probably because of the inclusion of a scene involving a Christmas pageant at the school, a major plot point involving an unlikely yet prayed-for gift, and the films having been released in December
0: 1945. My my favorite Christmas song, I think, is in a movie that doesn't only has one scene at christmas i think it's is it me why don't you look up meet me in st louis and if that has merry little christmas in it or whatever why i think that that's not a christmas movie but it has that song in it meet me meet in, me in st louis. louis and christmas song.
1: christmas just see song. if that's right this is
0: great radio i mean people podcasting. love listening to people
1: google they're things.
0: just like you don't know what you're talking about i could be wrong about meet me in st louis uh, is there a Christmas song
1: in "Meet Me in St. Louis"? Have yourself
0: a merry little Christmas in a movie. Just write that. This is. Oh, we're making someone really mad. The, you know our what? one listener is angry at us right now.
1: I, I, I'm sorry.
0: I, not, no, not because of what you're doing. Because I'm like thinking out loud, uh, trying to figure the out the
1: popular song that Judy Garland sings in "Meet Me in St. Louis" is "Have Yourself a Merry Little okay, Christmas." Okay, I had it right. At
0: least I was. At least I stretched this out and had it right rather hey, than just being hey, like. It's you wrong. know
1: how you we're talking about "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah. Well, in movie. that movie, uh, in which Henry Travers, a co-star of the Bells of St. Mary's, played the guardian angel, the title of the Bells of St. Mary's appears on the marquee of a movie theater in Bedford Falls, New York. So there you go. Nice. It's all tied. So there, I answered your question.
0: Okay. You haven't even watched that. What's the question? The bell, you want to remake the Bells of St. Mary's? Yeah. Okay.
1: So we should watch that and then we can decide if that's a good decision. Okay we got to watch it before Christmas. I feel like you haven't seen it.
0: I don't. Where are you going to watch it? Is it on YouTube? <laughs> oh,
1: well, let me go to that site that you said called youwatch.com. Justwatch.com. Damn it. I sure thought youwatch.com. Justwatch.com. Just watch dot com. The Bells of St. Mary's. More delightful
0: Googling. Googling on the podcast. The Bells of St. Mary's. we do every episode. Is available. At least the internet's working. Sometimes we Google and it doesn't work, and you're like sitting there while it loads. And then I have to stretch out and make comments about stuff that I don't know what true. I'm talking about.
1: It's available with ads on Roku and Tubi, or if you have a subscription to Hoopla. <laughs> what is Hoopla? Hoopla? Why do all these I things don't know. exist? What's Hoopla? What is Hoopla? You tell me. I don't know.
0: That sounds like that's on YouTube. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, don't say before
1: I mean hypothetically I might have to look to see if it is we but wouldn't hypothetically watch it anyway. I would can you never Can you rent it? Is I don't it not know. rentable? So okay, Hoopla, it says like a borrow Hoopla. What do
0: you borrow? There's a click.
1: Look, look, there's a link and it says borrow.
0: Is have, it a library thing? There are movies that are available on like public libraries, but you have to be in the region in which it's available.
1: Okay, I think it must be something like that. I mean, that's what I think of when I see borrow. Hoopla tap into Discovery read, listen and watch with your library card i have a library card
0: i think you owe money so they might not let you
1: no actually i owe an entire book which is sitting in a kid's backpack somewhere in the house which they have said is now like now you have to pay the whole for the whole book whole i'm not going to do that i'm not going to pay ten dollars this is after our book.
0: our library eliminated late fees and we still have managed to owe the money
1: <laughs> How? Oh. <laughs> i'm pretty certain if i just return the book all will be forgiven oh i don't think so
0: they're like we don't want that book anymore they're mad at you
1: okay so I can just borrow I just have to like get a login or something I do can mean, do that what do you mean
0: borrow it is it to stream
1: yeah oh, through okay. this library site
0: great that's cool thanks youwatch.com I'm telling you though I've, I've looked into this before and sometimes if it's not in a network that you're in like, regionally they won't let you
1: well that seems you terrible. type in like
0: your zip log your zip log, your zip code zip log that's a new phrase for zip code I think this episode should be done
1: <laughs> you're terrible yeah all right, well, we'll get back to you guys next time on whether or not we watch this movie. Yeah. Because you'll care. What's
0: your favorite kind of Christmas cookie?
1: Stop. It's a, We're over an hour. <laughs> I'm just wondering. What is your favorite kind of Christmas cookie? I like gingerbread
0: cookies, actually.
1: I mean, it's here's the thing about Christmas
0: cookies. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I was forced to do the whole, like, let's bake a billion fucking cookies every yeah. Christmas our tradition
0: with well, my aunties
1: who love to make cookies. And it's such a sweet tradition, but it was a fucking nightmare because I didn't enjoy it. I didn't do anything right. All I did was get yelled at. It was not that super fun. And, uh, and here's the thing. I don't I like cookies, but like not all the cookies. Like some of the cookies are not that good.
0: Oh, I, our daughter made some muffins for us today.
1: Yes, she did. You want to know what's funny about that? She was going to make just the cake. Like, it's ginger. What is it?
0: It's a muffin. It's, it's cranberry muffin
1: cake or something? Yeah, it's a muffin. She's like, it had, like, a cake no. option. No. But that was going to be 60 minutes, and no. the muffins were only 20. So
0: Also, it, those are muffins. They're not. I don't want a cake of that. I want a muffin.
1: I'm going to go eat that.
0: Yeah. Well, we make cookies. They've, we're going to make some cookies tomorrow, hopefully. But um, not a ton. You're right. There's way too many. You know what ones like my mom would like? And I think her mom made with those little, like ball ones that yeah. had powdered sugar on it i really like the flavor of those but man they're like they're not fun to make they're messy i don't love eating those oh really
1: i'm i'm all about just like a snickerdoodle
0: i like a snickerdoodle i like a chocolate chip cookie we're eating some chocolate chip cookie though, hopefully in our order tomorrow and i'm kind of like kind of just looking forward to that
1: and i'll just pound have some a sugar good cookies. chocolate chip
0: cookie in a little bit ginger snaps i like gingerbread because it's we never get i like a soft gingerbread i don't want a hard shit that you make of uh,
1: biscuits you don't want biscuits like the the brits do No, I
0: don't want... Brits
1: call their cookies biscuits. Like, I don't want to bite into, like,
0: a gingerbread house. That's too hard. I need it, like, to be, like, a soft... Like that, Because well, that was the other baking show we watched with that uh, Howdy Hollywood guy. Mm-hmm. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Some asshole name. Howdy Hollywood. His last name is Hollywood, and I call him Howdy Hollywood because he thinks he's a cool guy, a cool uh, rancher, tough guy, but he's full of shit, in my opinion. I think he's from the British Bake Off, and I'm sure we anchored someone, but I think that guy's full of shit, and I'm calling him out. I don't yeah. think he knows anything about anything. He
1: also seems super misogynistic I think he's on all his shit. comments. I do not like him. He
0: thinks he's selling cigarettes or something. I think like he's a, like a Marlboro man or something. He's like,
1: look at my icy blue eyes.
0: Fuck that guy. Look. You know Paul Newman. Fuck off.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, anyway, he was all, he's all about like a hard cookie. And I'm just like, this guy sucks. Soft cookies where it's at. Fucking British people. Yeah,
1: chewy cookies are delicious.
0: The only British person I like is, I like a lot of British people. That's not true. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> Well on that note, this has been a fun episode of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Hopefully oh, yeah. you enjoyed it. If you haven't watched it in a while, I say just go watch the old one. And here's the thing, I'm usually anti black and white. I mean the Why old, are you anti black and white? One. But I like the, I don't know, because I'm just a millennial and God, I'm like, I hate ew, this. it's like a black it's and like white. It's like one of my least ew. favorite things about you. I know. If you could eliminate ten things about me, that'd be one of them, right?
0: Yes. There's yeah, that's just it's super frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's in black and white. Ew. They still make like some of the best looking movies of the last few years have been like black and white
1: and very pretentious. Oh my god, no. They're like look at my black and white Some of them movie. yes. Like I
0: we watched Belfast. Like Belfast didn't need to be in black and white, but yeah. Mm.
1: I mean it's kind of like the opposite. I mean, maybe I do need to give black and white another thought because yeah. I am very against three D movies because we live in the three D. So maybe I need to be it open, it open to black like... and white because it's an art form and I see in color. So maybe it's a it's it doesn't a new bother experience. Me at all. I
0: like black and white. I like I watch old movies in black and white all the time. It doesn't phase me. A good noir should be in black and white. Uh, you know, like that Nightmare... Like, I heard the new Nightmare Alley is going to have... Like, they're going to eventually put out a black and white cut. And I'm just like, yes, that is a perfect movie to be a black and white movie. Because the old one is like, yeah, no, I like that idea. Why I do like you keep
1: black talking about Nightmare Alley? I don't even know what you're talking about. I, we talked about it on this podcast You talked about ago. it, and then I was like, I... I, I watched it on YouTube. I didn't watch it oh, on is YouTube. The, is that the one with what's-his-name or by what's-his-name? What? What is this one?
0: The new one has... Bradley Cooper and Guillermo del Toro is the director of it and it bombed at the box office. But there was an old one from like the oh, 1940s. Oh, this isn't the Nick Cage horror movie. The Nick Cage horror movie? Yeah,
1: didn't you watch some Nick Cage scary movie a little bit ago?
0: Scary movie? Yeah, Willy's where like Wonderland? he was stuck
1: in a house or something. <laughs> you just talked about it like a couple episodes ago in Halloween. The, the Nick Cage horror movie where he's not in it that much. Maybe he doesn't talk in the whole movie That's or Willy,
0: Willy's Wonderland. He's, he doesn't speak. Yeah. And that Isn't And that it's a in horror like movie? A, a Chuck e. Cheese. Yeah. I mean, that movie's not great. But Listen, if I don't see
1: it. the movie you're talking about, the you title that Pig. you're talking about doesn't mean any fucking the thing to me. The one I want you to words. watch
0: is Pig and we will watch it because I have a DVD and it's also on Hulu and it is like one of my favorite movies of the year and he's amazing in it. That's the one I want you to watch and that's the one thing I want you to talk about. But not, what are
1: you talking about now? What?
0: What was the movie you just said? Nightmare Alley. What is that? That's... The, oh, my God. What? We were talking about new movies and old movies, and I was referencing that because this year I watched Nightmare Alley, and we were talking about finding old things on YouTube, and that movie was on YouTube until the Criterion disc came out. Is this
1: like an end-of-the-world movie? No. Oh, I don't remember this one. No. Probably because when you talk about things I haven't seen, I just tune
0: out. That's we have a whole segment of this, and you talk about your little TV shows that you're watching. Hey, that little hand gesture was
1: not appreciated. Okay, you little turd. Straight to jail. Merry Christmas. All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Sorry for subjecting you, just, you to our to, to our. To, stop. Did just you shut. Just quote a YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> All right. God, you're such a dick. Merry Christmas. If if I was smarter and wittier, I would come up with a funny thing from Christmas vacation. Oh. Some quotes are coming to my mind. We haven't done that as an episode.
0: You <laughs> oh, know? Really?
1: No, I know. I, yeah, we haven't done it.
0: I keep putting it off cuz once we run out of Christmas movies, you know. It's like we're keep kicking it down the road.
1: Hallelujah. Merry Christmas. What's he saying? You know, like... Hallelujah.
0: Holy shit. Yeah, that's yeah. what
1: I was going to I was Very trying to get that out. Hallelujah. Holy shit.
0: Where's the Tylenol?
1: Where's the Tylenol? Love it. Mhm. All right, guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Old Millennials Remember Movies. We watched Miracle on 34th Street, and we will talk at you and bicker with each other another movie. Bye.
0: Ho, ho, ho. God,
1: (laughs) I really was hoping you'd do something funnier.
0: What? I wasn't trying to say something funny. I just wanted to be festive.